0: James, chapter 4, verses 1 to 10, page 1149 of the Church Bible. Do you know where fights and arguments come from? They come from the selfish desires that make war inside you. You want things, but you don't get them, so you kill and are jealous of others but you still cannot get what you want, so you argue and fight. You don't get what you want because you don't ask God. Or when you ask, you don't receive anything because the reason you ask is wrong. You only want to use it for your own pleasure. You people are not faithful to God. You should know that loving what the world has is the same as hating God. So anyone who wants to be friends with the evil becomes God, god's enemy do you think the scriptures mean nothing the scriptures say the spirit of god the spirit god made to live in us wants us only for himself but the kindness of god's shows is greater as the scripture said god is against the proud but he is kind to the humble so give yourselves to god stand against the devil and he will run away from you come near to god and he will try to come near to you. You are sinners, so clean your sin out for your lives. You are trying to follow God and the world at the same time. Make your thinking pure. Be sad, be sorry, and cry. Change your laughter into crying, change your joy into sadness. Be humble for the Lord, and he will make you great. Well done, Ella. Thank you very much. That was fantastic.
1: I think those words are really hard in James. But I think there's a real key here. He's talking about our hearts. He's talking about our hearts. Let's see if we can understand it. Okay, when we think about these big questions of war and peace, of suffering and pain, of injury and death... It's really easy for us to go, yeah well, you know, if only, if only people were kind to each other, if only people would talk to each other, it wouldn't happen then, would it? It wouldn't happen, it'd all be okay. So often we feel that it's a problem that's out there. And that we can't actually make a difference. It's not within my control, and so it's nothing that I've done, I haven't caused it. But James, in that passage that we've just read, says otherwise. He doesn't say that. He says that in his opinion it's the opposite. He says that wars and fights and quarrels start with our attitudes to each other and each one of us is guilty. Ouch. Ooh! Do you know where your fights and arguments come from? They come from the selfish desires that make war inside you. You want things but you don't get them, so you kill and you're jealous of others. You still can't get what you want, so you argue and fight. Inevitably, this is me talking, I need you to be involved in what we're doing. So, I'd like, I hope that some people in each group are up for just doing a mime, just in your places. You don't have to get out and be up front. It's not about embarrassing people. But this group over here, so the people sitting here and the people sitting at the back there, would would you just think about what you might do to look envious? Okay, you work it out with your families and your groups. How would you look envious? This group in the middle here, okay? Would you look frustrated? Work out what looking frustrated might look like as a meme, as a free, as a mime, a freeze frame. Okay, this group. Would you have a think about seething anger? What does seething anger look like? What might it, yeah, very good. I can see some people already. That's sorted. And this group over here, can you think about violence and fighting? What does that look like as a mime? It's probably the easiest one to do, I think, all right? And when you've managed to have a think about what that might look like, think about the sounds that might go with that. What sounds would you put with your uh, little mime that you've got to do? (laughs) All right, you've got one minute. Okay, all right then, let's just see. Everybody's just uh, looking this way and can I have some envious mimes from over here, please? What does envious look like? Come on, let's see it. What does it look like? Yeah, appearing, having a look. Ooh, yeah, mm, yeah, I would like that. Okay, that's fine. And sound effects? Gimme, 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 gimme. Gimme, 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 I like that. Okay, right. Uh, These people here, what were you? You were looking frustrated. What was your mime like? (laughs) So long as we haven't got a fire. Are we all right?
0: We're fine. We're fine. We'll carry
1: on. Okay, we'll carry on. (coughs) I have no idea where I am. (laughs) Just a minute. So, frustration. What do you think frustration would look like? Okay, yeah, that's good, brilliant. Okay, what do you think seething anger looks like? Yeah, okay, right, absolutely. And what do you think violence and fighting looks like? Yeah, okay, brilliant. All right, and have you all thought of the sound effects that you would do? Yeah, think of the sound effects for it. And then I'm going to count you in, three, two, one. And I want everybody to do the mime and the sound effect, and then for it to go quiet. Are you ready? Three, two, one, go. <laughs> Stop. I don't know who threw that, but it was an extremely good aim. <laughs> David Rosworth, perhaps. Thank you so much.) <laughs> but I have a bit of fun, but is it an interesting exercise to think about what that sounds like? Let's just be still. <coughs> OK. But God you see. He cares about what's inside our hearts so very much. He knows what's inside our hearts. All the good, and there's good, and all the tough stuff, and our desires to not do the right thing. And you see, as far as God's concerned, the heart of the problem is actually our hearts. Each one of us could potentially start a war. It might not be on a very big scale, but we could. But amazingly, God's grace. God has given us the Holy Spirit to live inside us. And that, I keep telling the children, we've got a helper. God's Holy Spirit it's God's gift to us, and he lives in our hearts, and he helps us make the good choices. He helps us turn away from the bad things. And this is possible because Jesus went to war against all that's wrong and evil. And he went to war on the cross. And his coming back to life again makes it possible for us now to be friend, to a friend of God always. Now we'll have the board up. How how could we change this word from hate? It says hate. Sorry, it's too far forward. I don't know that we can just pull it back for a minute so that people can see. There we go. Hate. You know those puzzle books? By changing one letter at a time, time, can we change the word? Well, I want to get, yeah, you know those puzzle books. Okay, so I want to get to love. I want to turn hate into love. So let's start. Okay, the first one I'm going to do, I'm going to get rid of that H. And I'm going to turn it into a G. Because you see, Jesus is the gate for us to be friends with God again. Because you see, change another letter, let's get rid of the T. He gave his life. He gave his life. To give to give us life. <coughs> I've got them in the wrong order.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. Botheration. <laughs> I shall keep going with it. I shall keep going with it. Let me just see where I've gone wrong. Oh, yes. That was it. I just missed one out. That we might live. And this is the love of God. Thank you, Matthew. It's an interesting morning. Too many things going on. that God treats us with kindness and gives grace. He wants his spirit of peace and compassion to be inside each side of us. Inside each of us. This will be the way to end wars. And put the world back together again. In the meantime, the world, like our hearts, will be a battleground. In which we are called to be peacemakers. Sometimes... That may even involve a call to arms, but most often it calls for sacrifice. Girls, could you come up? If we could have the first freeze frame, please, girls. (laughs) Bit of a fight, I think. And the second. Go on. And girls, could you go and sit down? Thank you. To be a peacemaker, Jesus shows us the way to become peacemakers between others. Once his spirit's living in us, that's how we manage it. But none of it just happened, says James. And these verses, verses 7 to 10, are tough verses. It says that we need to submit to God. I don't like that word submit. That means I can't do what I want. And I'm not good at that. Resist the devil. Come near to God. That's got a promise. Come near to God, and He will come near to you. Actually, he doesn't move. We just have to come near to him, and we'll be close. Humble yourselves. But I'm important, aren't I? I must be more important than... than... Or am I? Maybe I'm not more important. Maybe, maybe, at least others are at least as important. Ooh. This is hard stuff. But we do need to choose to say no to evil and yes to God. And we need to want to change. We need to come back to God. We need to stop blaming others and look into our own heart honestly. Micah says that one day wars will cease and that swords will be turned into ploughs. Spears will be made into tools for harvesting, and fighting between nations will end. One day, we won't have poppies or ribbons to remember, to care for those who suffer, and to be reminded to be different in the future. Revelation 21 verse 4 says there will be no more death, or mourning, or crying, or pain for the old ways will have passed away. And Isaiah 11 says, One day all creation will be at peace. The wolf will live with the lamb, the leopard will live with the goat, the calf and the lion will lie down together, and a little child will lead them. But do you know what? Until then, we need our poppies and our ribbons to remind ourselves of God's ways. So as we come to the end of our reflections, think back to what your ribbon means to you. And in a moment of quiet, turn that into a quiet prayer of faith, asking God to help each of us to live by its truth from now on. So let's just have a moment just to reflect on that. Father, thank you that you send the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you live in us and you help us make good choices. Help us to listen to you, we pray. Amen.